<laughs> what is happening, Kevin? We've, we've lost, we've lost nearby devices. Um, things are, things have derailed. Well, um, all right, are we avataring? I think I just want I think I just want that sigh as like the stars of everything. Like, uh, uh, I think that's like my ringtone. I am gonna destroy Alright, we have Kevin Stewart, head coach of the San Diego Growlers, the how would you say, um Interim? We're on, we're, we're on a... I'm not an interim coach, am I? No, the, the growlers are an interim at the moment. We're on hiatus. Well, we had a pause button. Pause. <laughs> the pause. pause. We're, we're t- <clears throat> How's it going, man? How are you holding up? Um, You know, it's uh, it's definitely odd, mm-hmm. but uh, I, feel like, I feel like I'm doing okay. Um, my real profession still is going, so... I'm going to work every now and then and writing a lot at home and um, focusing more on uh, family right now because there's not much else to do. Yeah, I mean, you're, you're still, able, still able to do some stuff part-time from home and then you got to go in every now and then? Yeah. Yep, you go in every now and then and answer emails and make sure we're six feet apart and disinfecting everything. But, Can you know, we work in a pretty pretty isolated industry so there's not many people at work anyway well that's good i hope we can keep, yeah. keep that up for uh two months <laughs> uh yeah i don't know i mean we are a non-profit so i wonder how where like where our finances are but i don't get that we'll worry about that later i guess <laughs> yeah i mean you had um a bigger i guess maybe we just kind of talk about maybe like how the timeline of this whole thing happened um because you coach the UC San Diego Air Squids, mm-hmm. and then obviously you coach the Growlers. So I think right around what March 10th or something like that was kind of when everything was uh, coming down. So Squids had their last practice, I believe, the Thursday, um, whatever that is, like March 10th or 11th. Um, so let's say it was March 11th, mm-hmm. I think. And then that was when the UCSD said that um, cause they were going into their finals and they said that, you know, we're going to follow the athletics queue and we're not going to hold any more practices. We're going to do classes online. And that was before they actually closed the campus. I think, um, they, they were still going to have kids come back and, you know, we were hoping that there was, cause at that point USA ultimate had canceled, uh, sectionals or whatever they call sectionals now. Oh. And then they hadn't, um, they hadn't quite canceled regionals yet. And so we were hoping to be able to have sort of a season that still, because the guys were doing the GPP workouts and doing stuff on their own. Um, and then right around there for the Growlers, we internally decided to, before anything happened with the ABL, we decided to um, cancel practices for the month of March. Month of March. Um, and then just have guys do their own thing on their own through GPP. And then as uh, things as you found more information, you know, it's now, you know, we're doing, we're trying to do stuff on our own. 
trying to do some film sessions. Um, squids are done for the year, which is sad on a lot of levels, just, you know, especially for the seniors and, you know, it's, you know, it's every, every college program is going through the same thing. So I think we just have to, uh, you know, it's more about keeping the team, like, you know, try not to let them get into like a deep, dark depression, <laughs> you know, sure. Stay in touch. That's the toughest thing. And the same thing with the growlers, like we're trying, you know, you know, it's the first couple of weeks for me personally have been difficult to try to stay on top of things because I'm trying to figure out real life and what that actually means and like how to make it work. And then, you know, thinking about the team and making sure that, you know, we stay together and do everything that we can do to be able to uh, uh, be ready to play when we're ready, when we're able to play. Yeah. I think that's like the biggest thing is like, it just kind of puts a pause on all these ultimate Frisbee things we're doing. And it's like, well, there's way more actual life stuff that is kind of yeah. starting to take more precedent for obvious reasons. Yeah, and, and you also, for, I mean, for me, I always know how much time you put into it, but you forget how much time we actually put into this. Right. You know, until what you, do I do now? <laughs> until you don't put any time in and you're like, oh my goodness. Yeah. Well, so like Saturdays I've been watching film and making notes and that take like two or three hours and just do that. Yeah. I have to kind of, I can't watch as much film because then I just get angry. Well, more like antsy. Like I just, I want to uh, well, go. Good. I'm good at being angry. So it's a really good <laughs> move for me. Um, you know, what I can tell you is I, I, I try to learn to play the guitar. Oh, nice. So doing that, I'm gonna say, hey, that's pretty therapeutic. I'm going to need you to play me a tune. Uh, maybe later. Yeah. Like a closeout? Like, you know? <laughs> and I can't jam just. <laughs> that's all right. I'll bust out the harmonica. Oh, perfect. <laughs> uh, so in terms of the growlers, what we're trying to do, uh, yeah, so I've been in contact with Kayla and you know, we've been probably talking once a week or trying to, and then we're sending out weekly uh, strategy emails with some film time points so that we can keep the minds fresh the best we can. Um, Goose and Khalif ran a, uh, I think, a pretty good informative uh, film session, which I think it's like I would have liked to have done it weekly, but you know, it's a lot of work, and uh, I'd like to have a little more weekly like hangout sessions with everybody so we can get all just at least talk a little bit and yeah it's definitely sort of an unknown approach like how do we kind of maintain a team while not interacting in close quarters or even on the field um and then how we prepare for really the ambiguity of when we're going to be able to come back um and just be as ready as we can so it's yeah really... i guess the mindset i have is that we're going to play and I, I'm trying to be ready to that if that happens that we have to play tomorrow that we're ready to go. Yeah, I mean, I think we're, I think we'll play unless things. I mean, if that's part of it. It's hard to see like the future. <laughs> I don't. I, yeah, I don't know. I hope we do. Yeah. Um, planning for it. I, I don't want to think about the alternative. Yes, yeah, especially with like so much momentum that not only the Growlers but the league had. It, you know, it was just. It was fun. And even at the college level, like you're gearing up for sectionals and you're like, just. Yeah. I mean, go. we, we were looking a lot better than we, I mean, we looked pretty terrible at president's day, but we were looking better as a group and guys were, it was starting to come together. And you know, that's, you know, part of the grind is the fun. And it's like, they were grinding and they were 
gelling and then we had to say, okay, we're done. Just, I mean, everyone had to do it. So you feel sorry for yourself. You just get frustrated and then try to do the next best thing. Yeah. I mean, you're still, you're still alive. (laughs) That's good. We're we're still alive. And it was interesting as I was talking to you, you know, talk to the young kids at that point and they're like, well, we're not going to get sick. Well, yeah. But what about your grandparents? What about your dad? They're like, oh, Hmm. <laughs> you shouldn't be playing. Like, no. Yeah, it does make sense. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, so you watch film for three hours on Saturday. <laughs> what else you Saturday. do? To, what else I you do to, to fill your days? I know. Yes, we do. Yeah. What else? Uh, well, I still um, I still work eight to five. Um. See, we created a little disc golf course in the backyard. Mm-hmm. Um, the pool is a pretty good water hazard. Right. <laughs> the, uh, the bushes on the end are a hole, created a hole where you try to throw the Frisbee as hard as you can to get it stuck in a bush. Okay. That's been fun. Um, try to land it in little seats. Nice. Um, set up the little inner tubes to try to land in the middle of the inner tube. Um, see, we built a bike yesterday. Nice. Everyone's learning how to ride a bike right now. Um, put a card in a spoke, make okay. a little, uh, noise. Okay. Trying to get creative. The girls <laughs> went into the uh, the pool in their wetsuits. Okay, that didn't that didn't go well. Okay, uh, there you go. Good I mean, luckily we're in California that we can go outside. <laughs> that's true. If it's snowing out there. That would be. I guess if it's snowing, that's kind of the normal. You're just inside all the time. It's certainly weird. Like uh, go. Yeah, but weird. It's certainly weird. Like going out too. Like just going to the grocery store or something. Just like there's feels weird like i'm not supposed to be around anybody or like i haven't been out of the house in a week and now i'm next to a person it's like right yeah it's uh, and then the traffic is has been uh it's been awesome <laughs> or, the, or the lack thereof lack thereof, yes all right so let's 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 talk about what was supposed to happen this weekend which was the home opener against la all right, give me yeah, the, the game plan for the game that we're playing this weekend. Game plan for the game that we're playing this weekend. Guess, so guess we are we're playing a uh, very familiar opponent. So I feel like our game plan against LA is to minimize mistakes and to ratchet up uh, the defensive intensity and to match theirs. So going into this game, uh, the last weekend practice, I was really going to focus on, you know, I assume they were going to try to do the same double team technique you know you know that set where they have a short pole and they force our offense in a in a tight spot to allow their defense to be a little more effective so working out of those double teams is going to be a part of it um and then being able to attack once we have we're going to have a whole new offense pretty much we're losing Strawn and hardy which are pretty good uh downfield cutters so seeing who the the guys are going to step up and i mean gaining khalif is a big is a big gain. Um, I was, I'm gonna, I was, ex, I'm expecting to see more out of West on the offense downfield a little bit, um, you know, and having Travis and Steven and uh, seeing a little bit more out of uh, Michael and uh, Tim uh, in terms of like uh, attacking upfield, you know, to kind of build on their thing. But game plan wise, um, you know, rotate guys on. I don't even know what Ellie's roster looks like, honestly. I mean, do they still help with her? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Is Bacon playing? Bacon's playing, yeah. 
Okay, so they got listener and bacon, and then they have uh, McDougal. Yep. Um, and then I'm assuming their college guys wouldn't have been there, so they wouldn't have uh, the young kid that's in Colorado now. Calvin? Oh, Calvin? No. No, Landisman. Oh yeah, Danny. Yeah, and then I don't think they have their slow kids. Right. They had last year, so their offense would have been probably, I assume, very similar to years past, where they would look to off a handle and move a jacket and send it deep. I just don't know who that deep shot would have been outside of McDougal. Yeah, or Theodore, maybe, if he was still playing. Oh, Zach Theodore, yeah. Um, And so I assume some of those guys, you know, they obviously have Marcel and they have Bailey. So, I mean, Marcel would have been on that that, uh, line a little bit. So, um, yeah, I was also excited to see our D-line. Our D-line, I feel like, was going to be probably the strongest part of our team. Yeah, I was ex- I was excited for Jacob out there. I guess I'm still excited, right? I'm yeah, Jacob. I'm excited. You get Jacob. Uh, um, Dom's going to shift over there. Uh, a little more for Will still there. Sam, um, Amari, Sil- new captain. Silverman. We have Jeff again. So you know that's you know we have probably one of the stronger seven D lines in the league. Right. right? You know. It's our depth at defense that's going to be – that would have been the, the question mark. But I like all the young guys that we have on the roster to be fill in spots. Uh, and then we have guys that can – that are defenders on the whole line. We have Cleef, We have Travis, Steven, Goose out there. So it's like as long as our offense can put it put the disc in and be disciplined and boring, as, as I like to say, like <laughs> our defense is going to get blocks and be able to convert. And it was – yeah. So, um, it, you know, I, I was also anticipating that first game to have a lot of mistakes because if you watch, I watched our first game last year, there are a lot of uncharacteristic mistakes on both sides, you know, first game of the year. Sure. And then whatever team capitalizes on that. But at the end of the day, I think anytime we play LA, it's going to be a one point game going into like the third or fourth quarter. Yeah, there's definitely a kind of get your sea legs under you, if you will, when those first game or two so i'm glad we didn't have like dallas opening day i think was originally planned but so we at least had a game under our belt yeah but uh yeah i i don't think our game plan would have been too sophisticated um it would have been probably in the in the in the heat of the battle figuring out what matchups work with don't seeing who their new personnel is they have a new coach so i assume that their game planning is going to be a little bit different so um same team but maybe a little bit different yeah what they're trying to do. So. And then we just get the W. And then we get the W. I, uh, I chalked that one as, yeah. I think, I think we still are losing the uh, overall career head-to-head to L.A. by a game or two. I thought we evened it up because we – oh, we didn't – oh, I thought we evened it up. No, there was that one year we, like, went 2-12, and 12, so I think they got us <laughs> – we got one win. One of their one of the wins was against. Right. So, I mean, we're close. Good. Um, I think our final week in practice was going to be a focus on LA game plan, and then because the schedule had us flying right to Texas right after that. Right. Uh, so it was going to be a little focus on Austin and Dallas. Uh, Austin's. I haven't really watched yet. That would have been a focus of mine probably um, after 
probably going into that double weekend practice just to see what they do. Uh, Dallas, I think I was excited. I think we were all excited about that game. Yeah, I, was, you know, I was watching, you know, watching the playoff games. Like for one, I was surprised at how I forgot how close the LA playoff game was. Yeah, and there are some like key moments in there that were I was like, wow, well, it was really close because it never felt like we were. And I was never worried. So I think I heard Omar, um, Amari saying something like that in one of your podcasts. Like, yeah. You always knew we were win. And then the Dallas game, you know, we definitely had our opportunity to take it. Yeah, it kind of beat ourselves in that semifinal. And, but yeah, the, it was still closer. It was like tied in the third, I think, or something like that. Or we were down one or two. It was 18 17, and then they got like three breaks in a row, and mm-hmm. then we. You know, the, the wheels fell off, and we were just trying to shoot. And, okay. You know, lesson learned. But it's not like they were that far ahead of us on talent, and maybe a little bit more on experience. So I think it would have been fun. It will be fun when we play them. Yeah, I think it'll happen. <clears throat> it's just a matter of time. So just a later start, maybe shorten season. We'll see. Maybe, what if we shorten the games and play two at once? Two games at the same time? No, well, two games on the same day. <laughs> oh, well, Hunter, like, uh, you know, what does uh, Mr. Cubby say? Might as well play two. Might as well play two. Yeah, there's different talks of different. I mean, the league's trying to get pretty creative with it. I think they're trying to keep it as uh, normalized as possible and try not to move like championship weekend if possible. But you know, we'll see what kind of happens. There was talk of like, well, maybe if each division you know, depending on how it goes, could pull off like a three day weekend tournament sort of thing and then. Um, and then just try and film all the games, but I don't know if any, nothing's been decided. It's just a lot of ideas. So, yeah, it's about finding the venue, right? Yeah, yeah, that's that's easy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure, sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then buying the flights right away, it'll be easy. Well, <laughs> you just focus on keeping the team ready. I'll figure out how to logistically lever pull. So. I've, I've heard that before. <laughs> well, I'll, uh, Justin will. I'll just. <laughs> I'll be the rah-rah guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, well, any parting words? Parting words. <laughs> you know, you're going to laugh at me. Yeah. But um, Clemson has this coach. His name is Bob Sweeney. Yeah. He had a great quote. You ready for it? I am. <laughs> he said, right now, college football, everyth- everything's in the dark. But when they flip that light on, they're going to see what everyone's been doing. We better be ready for... Every, all of our work to hit the light. So I feel like when right now everyone at the same point, if we put in the work, GPP, you know, do the mental exercises, when the lights come back on, people will see the work that we've been doing. Nice. There you go. Dabo Sweeney saves us every day. <laughs> uh, well, thanks, Kevin. <laughs> Stay safe. Um, Stay, hyd- stay hydrated. I don't know. Uh, we'll, we will stay hydrated. Hopefully, we can do a, a happy hour tomorrow. Yeah, team happy hour tomorrow. I'll send the link out. I'll tweet it out. Everybody's invited. Uh, well, <laughs> I, you have to, I'll, I'll bounce you if I don't like. It. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, you have admin privileges. Right. So Sweet. come Sweet. to the table with some. So. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thanks, bud. All right. Talk to you later. Bye. 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 The significance of our music is that it preserves 
All right, friend of the pod, Justin Goodman, co-owner, co-owner of the San Diego Growlers. Uh, you're a regular on this podcast. You've probably been on as much as I have. Uh, that's probably not true, but we'll take it. Well, you're an important guy, so we got to get you around. So I think what we should do here is tell everybody the news. Yeah, we're going to gonna have to drop the bombshell. We are postponing our opening day, which is scheduled for tomorrow, April 5th. April 4th? <laughs> or maybe Sunday. Yeah, yeah. This weekend, opener, not happening. If you didn't already know, now, now we've broken it to you. Yeah, you know, um, we weren't necessarily <clears throat> we weren't necessarily ready for it anyway. But <laughs> no, it was gonna be a, it was gonna be a good time. It was gonna be Sunday at the little queue. We were gonna have beer, Deschutes beer for the first time <clears throat> ever at one of our home games. Uh, it was gonna be sort of a Field atmosphere, a grass field atmosphere with the, you know, Sunday day game in versus LA. You know, it's going to have beer, it's going to have games, it's going to have food. It's going to be a grand old day, but, uh, you know, it'll be have to be postponed and we'll have to uh, make it happen at a later date. Yeah, it was certainly a bummer when the league delayed things, you know, which made sense for obvious reasons, but we have been working on securing that opening day venue which is kind of a special location and you know, like there's going to be a lot of hoopla around it we, we've been working on that for months and like we finally got you know the i's dotted essentially the t's crossed that monday that or that march the 5th or something like that right <clears throat> finally got it Yeah, we, we finally, that, that venue was particularly hard to secure, and we finally got it, and we were ready, and then, what, about a, a week later, it was kind of, we knew the season was going to be postponed. Um, yeah, March March was figuring to be, like, a, a pretty crazy month of getting ready, because, you know, playing at a high school stadium is pretty easy, it's got the infrastructure, it's got the stands already, um, you know, PA, the field is already kind of there. You don't have to do much to set up, but uh, um, this particular field was just basically a grass field. So we were going to need to do a lot of planning and, and uh, logistical work to get everything basically brought in, you know, bleachers, scoreboard, uh, porta potties, beer, uh, even the, you know, the alcohol permits and the, in the fire department permit so we had our work cut out for us but uh yeah march ended up kind of being a uh a grind <laughs> a uh grinding to a halt scenario where it's moved pretty slowly yeah the, the, <clears throat> the calendar year was going by so fast and we, we secured the venue on the fifth and it's like oh my goodness we only have a month till opening day and you know, March 5th seems like an eternity ago now. It's been such a long month. Um, you know, but it'll work out. Yeah, we'll have to, uh, you know, the team's still doing doing what they can to, to stay ready, even though there's no practices. You know, I still see uh, Goose posting uh, shirtless selfies uh, after his GPP workouts. I, I see Tom in our uh in our back porch working out 
today. So, uh, you know, guys are doing what they can to stay ready and <clears throat> keeping up with the uh, solo workouts for now. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll just have to stay patient and, uh, you know, it's looking like maybe a, a early June um, sort of <clears throat> when we can start resuming the schedule possibly depending on, you know, each city's local and, and state guidelines. Um, but, you know, a lot can change. We'll just have to, as they say, monitor the situation closely. <laughs> yeah, we don't really know. It's, there's so much ambiguity, you know, it's, a, you know. Initially, the league was like, we're just postponing April, try and come back in May, and now that's probably looking more like yeah, late May to early June, and then, uh, you know, what is that even going to look like? Is it going to be a shortened season? Is it going to be the same? Are we going to play without fans? You know, all these things like, we don't even know. Um, we can only kind of guess about at the moment. So, But, I mean, either way, we're even talking to Kevin earlier, we're we're planning as if everything's going to happen and in whatever way that is, we'll figure it out and, and make it happen. So should be exciting nonetheless. Yeah. We're uh, building a little suspense and drama. Um, but yeah, we, we have to stay ready. We have to act like we're going to have some semblance of the season until, until otherwise. So until then, we got to stay ready, stay prepared. <clears throat> So what are you doing? You're working from home. I know you did a little bit of traveling right at the start of this whole thing, but um, just kind of bunkering in with your roommates and yeah, we were. Uh, <clears throat> I was fortunate to uh, uh, actually take a trip up north by the barrier and then Yosemite, um, kind of around. <clears throat> I guess it was earlier mid March. Um, we actually got to see Yosemite before the park actually closed. Uh, we were like right in front of all the policy restrictions. Right after we left San Francisco, there was a shelter in place ordered. So um, I feel like <laughs> the virus was on our heels that whole trip. So uh, no, but yeah, I'm also fortunate to be able to work from home and, and have steady work. I know obviously a, a bunch of people have been either furloughed or, or let go i mean i think there's record setting uh sort of people applying for unemployment in the last several weeks i think it was like 3.3 million uh last week and then like 6.6 .6 this week um so that's almost you know 10 million people out of work so this thing is nuts uh for sure um but I, I'm thankful and, and fortunate to be able to still work from home. So, um, how about you? Yeah, me and uh, the wife are working from home. Daycare shut down, so we got the little two-year-old wandering around making us <laughs> chase him. Uh, it helps to have the park real next door. It's really easy to kind of social distance there. You know, we'll take the frisbees out and throw, or we'll take a scooter out. Um, even for the dog, too, it's kind of nice. Just It's right here, so... <clears throat> And then, you know, just trying to teach this kid how to count his colors. Um, Disney Plus is either a lifesaver or a detriment. I'm not sure yet, but it's certainly an escape. Uh, but, yeah, we're getting by. We're both working. I think we're just a little stir-crazy. Um, but it works out. Yeah, we all, uh, all got to be – got to all be patient, and this will uh, – you know, I think it's going to – down here in a little bit um you know 
of course, thanks to all the, uh, <clears throat> the frontline medical workers out there, all the doctors and, and nurses that are, you know, putting their lives in danger, trying to, trying to save everyone out there. So I appreciate <clears throat> any healthcare worker right now. That's, uh, that's helping those infected and those in need. Um, they are the heroes right now. So we appreciate you. Um, yeah, well, what other, like, positive things do you think you've seen that you may not have noticed otherwise because of this whole sort of thing? Is there anything that jumps out as, like, oh, that's cool, or people making the best of it sort of thing? Yeah, I think, I mean, I think in this day and age with technology where is, I think, um, you know, I've seen teammates and, and other people do what they can to, you know, have like virtual happy hours or just, you know, in the time of social distancing, you can't get together like you usually do in person. So you have to try to do the next best thing, which is either, you know, give someone a call or, you know, hang out on, on Zoom or high five um, and get just virtual games going, virtual meetings um, and just find a way to connect so I think I think that's been I think that's been uh, a positive so far as you know we're missing the, our practice time we're missing our, our in person uh, physical interactions but with technology where it is we can still uh, use tools to stay connected. Yeah, I think it's just interesting seeing how people are trying to occupy the time whether it's on social media or I see a bunch of people out of the park that. A lot of people have a little, a lot of hobbies. Either they've just started or, or rediscovering or something. Um, people doing like karate in the park. A lot of slacklining. I'm seeing people flying kites. It's great. So, um, people are out there keeping their distance how they can, but uh, trying to. You know, do yeah, definitely have to stay creative during this time. You know, it's uh, <clears throat> it's also can be you know a time for. Maybe some more strategic strategic thought. I know I don't have I don't make a lot of time to to think strategically in terms of like my future and, and, and where I want to go. Usually you're, you know got your head down to the grindstone, your day in day out operations and and management type stuff. But you know sometimes when you have a little more free time, it's good to think strategically about the future and uh, where you want to be headed. Um, you know. A little extra time to maybe read a book or explore one of your hobbies you've been putting off. I'm learning uh, how to count in French. On the trois, quatre, cinq, six, sept, huit, neuf, dix. Easy now? Très bien. <laughs> yeah, I tried to teach a little guy French and trying to catch up myself. Well, all in all, the ADL season is on pause, but um, life still moves on, and, and we're doing what we can to, to get us back on track. But um, it's still a waiting game for now, and for now I think we'll just keep pumping out content and letting people know we're here. And Yeah. Yeah, the, uh, the ADL is doing some good things with the, uh, the night rewinds and, and airing some pretty epic uh, ADL games that from years past. And, you know, we'll do our best – um, as well to pump out some 
you know, some social media content, get some highlights going from, from over the years. Um, and, and Evan Lepler's uh, top 10, like forgotten gems. I think we had uh, two entries, one from our, our first year, 2015 against LA. That was our ESPN game of the week. And, uh, and then our big, big comeback for Seattle in 2017, I believe. So, that was kind of cool. Actually, it was kind of cool to look back at that 2015 game and me run around the field and be like, wow, I, we could actually play a little bit back then. <laughs> yeah, I forget. Like, oh, man, I moved. So, I was so much faster than I am now. Look at look at, look how I got up so elegantly. I mean, now it's <laughs> like a groin or a grunt. And, <laughs> right? Yeah, bud. We all get older. All right, right. got a bask in it. Yeah, we'll get back there. Well, uh, stay safe and um, stay tuned. (laughs) Yeah, we'll uh, we'll do it soon, and uh, appreciate you having me on the podcast once again. Yep, you're fan favorite. I hope so. (laughs) All right, bud. All right, y'all, signing off. And that's all we have today. Thanks for tuning in. Make sure to check out our Facebook page, website, sdgrowlers.com, Instagram, social media, Twitter, and audl.tv for all the updates and everything growlers. We'll keep pumping out content. You stay safe out there, and we'll talk to you soon.